0: Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Former Ontario PC leader Patrick Brown has sent notice of libel to CTV News. What does this mean? Uh, Let's bring in Jordan Donich, criminal lawyer, uh, Donich Law, and is with us now. Jordan, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Glad to be back. Thanks. So, notice of libel, what does this all mean? Does he have a case? Well, this is
1: Patrick Brown's way of saying, look, um, what has happened here isn't right what has been said is not true and i'm suffering damages okay so it's basically his way of advancing litigation uh, against uh, the defendants which in this case are several media outlets and journalists i believe um th- that that is his remedy if in the event these allegations are false
0: so uh w- what kind of case does he have how what's his chance of success
1: so yeah interesting topic because our first question is going to to, to, to ask who is he suing and why right so he can sue a couple people right if someone utters claims against you that are false or goes online or does something on social media um you can obviously sue the person making the comments directly or in this case he's suing the actual press um and there's 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 a test for this to determine if in fact there is a cause of action um what ultimately it's going to come down to, though, is if, in fact, these allegations or these comments are untrue.
0: Can you prove truth or untruth? I mean, how, how, do, you, how do you do that?
1: Right. So this is where it's going to get very complicated because the, the press is going to say, well, look, we have these individuals. Uh, they came here. They reported this, uh, the, these allegations. We have, you know, an obligation It's in the public interest to report this. Um, we, we did our due diligence. Uh, And therefore, we have a defense. And what he's going to say is, well, no, um, you didn't do your job properly. You didn't do your fact checking. This isn't proper journalism. It has violated standards. And therefore, you don't have a defense. And now my career is ruined. Now I can, when I was at the peak of my career, and I'm entitled to damages. That's how it's going to play out.
0: Uh, What about the fact, uh, Jordan, that the story changed when it was when the original story aired? You know, it was somebody who was uh, allegedly applying alcohol to someone who was underage. Uh, Obviously, that fact changed after the story was presented. Uh, CTV has certainly included that in their reporting but but you know keeps going with the story so how does that change the scenario going from a, an underage person to a person who's of legal age
1: so the scenario the fact that they're underage and over so there's two is two parts of this question the first is the age okay well the age can have a big difference to determine if in fact um it's a minor right or, or not obviously if it's a minor and an allegation of sexual misconduct more serious. But it's not just that. It's the fact that the story changed as well, right? We have to ask, well, why Why did it change? Was it not investigated properly? Did the complainant remember differently? So there's that other issue as well. Why is there a shifting terrain uh, with the story um, if everybody had done their fact-checking from the beginning? And we have to remember what the purpose behind all of this is, right? The purpose um, between having the press and having privacy is balancing all this, right? The rights from pre- free expression, as we can all we all have under our charter and the rights of privacy of each of us and protection from from destruction, which in, is it, which has happened in this case to Patrick Brown. Um, that's going to be what is that issue here.
0: What is or was CTV's responsibility once the, the story, the facts of the story did change and this person, it was revealed this person was of age?
1: Right, so I think uh, their first responsibility was probably, and which we've seen slowly develop here, to correct okay, any reporting. Uh, and, there, and if that is the case, they're doing it to protect themselves, because if they withheld that, then you have an even stronger argument, right, of perhaps journalistic standards not being upheld. Um, but what's interesting is the media actually has a special defense for this very type of scenario, and we can talk about that. Um, And it's the defense of responsible communication, right? And this defends journalists. It defends uh, the media organizations. And and it has two kind of um, elements to it, okay? One is what they're reporting has to be of public interest, right? Now, I think we can all agree something like this, you know, uh, of an elected official in today's climate is probably of public interest, okay? It's something to report. Then the second step um, of this defense is, the, the defendant must show that he or she acted responsibly, and that he or she showed diligence, right, in attempting to verify the alleged defamatory comments. So that's where I think um, there's going to be the, the issue of litigation in this case.
0: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.